Welcome to the Intentional House Podcast. Here, it's all about creating beautiful homes that actually help families love better. Here's your host, the home coach herself, Carly Thornock. Hey, homies, it's Carly. I'm so glad that you're here. This is the official podcast of Intentional House. Sometimes we think that our house is home and that being a good homemaker means being a good hostess and being a good housemaster. But homemakers, home creators, and house masters, maybe like a cleaning cleaners or even like designers, they're not the same thing, you guys. And if you really want to feel at home in your home, you have to be willing to sacrifice your house on that altar. And what you will find is that if you can put your house on the altar of home, and if you're willing to give up something beautiful, for something deep and lasting, you will also gain beauty. You will also gain cleanliness. You will also gain organization. You will also gain simplification. You will also gain connection. You will gain home and you will find that your house comes along for the ride. However, if you put your relationships on the altar for the purpose of pursuing house, cleanliness, order, control, beauty, trends, new, working, not messy. (laughs) If you're doing that, what happens is that your house is much harder to maintain and home crumbles. How's that for something to think about right off the bat? Okay. (laughs) Hi, everybody. We have officially moved to the ranch. Now, I would consider us being like full-time at the ranch a while ago because We've started to make a footprint here, but we have pulled our trailer to the ranch and we are not moving it again in the foreseeable future. And that feels amazing. So we have set up the office. We have air conditioning. We have power. We have an automatic well pump hose system that my husband controls off of his phone. And it's been a very delightful day turning on all the different hoses and watching and watching our children run from hose to hose and they're trying to figure out which hose we're going to turn on from our phones as we sit in the shade. (laughs) Also today we got a really cool tent. It's a big bell tent. It's called a Sierra 20 and it's awesome. It's 20 feet in diameter. It's a big pole in the middle. feels like a glamping tent. And we just played card games in the tent today. And it was lovely. Now, this brings me to my little lifesaver of the day, which is the card game called Taco Cat Goat Cheese Pizza. Has anybody played this game? <laughs> it's a delight. My children love it. It's a little bit slapjacky, so it can take a while. But there's always lots of laughs. Even the littlest can play. And uh, we have a good time. I like it because there's not those little, little tiny pieces that can be lost. And if a piece gets lost, you can still play the game because it's a, just a card game. And I like it because you can, you can have it go however you want. It can be as intense as you want, or it can be as relaxed as you want. And that's good. That's good for me and my crew. We love it. I think you'd really like that, that game. It's called taco cat, goat, cheese, pizza. (laughs) Take a look, look it up. Um, the secondary lifesaver that I wanted to share with you today is Costco hoses because of how I mentioned to you, we have dug our well, we have our pump in our well. And now that we have our solar systems installed, 
we can now power the pump and pull out water from our well. Now we need to run the well so that all the sediment gets pumped out and we can start using the water actually for drinking and other, other purposes. Um, so Chase has bought some, some hose attachments that are attached to his phone, Bluetooth, something swanky. <laughs> and he has also, we also went to Costco on our way in and he found $20, 100 foot hoses, which has been awesome. So now we have all these hoses strewn about our lot there that are all automated and hooked up to our well pump, but couldn't have done it without you Costco. Costco for the win. This week at Costco, they also had pear trees, like big seven foot pear trees. And I wanted to buy them so bad. I would have just put them on the hood of my car and, and driven out to the West desert of Utah with them on the hood of my car, but that would have been a bad choice. So we're going to have to wait for pear trees. We did not buy any pear trees. Does this happen to you at Costco where you're like, listen, I can't, I can't buy everything in this store. I just have to choose one thing and run out and close my eyes really fast. Love it. All right, you guys, what's your little lifesaver? Send it to me. I would really love to hear. I find it so fantastic what we all find in our lives that we love. Because what you love is going to be different than what I love. But you know what? I might not even know about what you love and I might love it too. So please send it to me. We'll share it with the class and we will all benefit. Please do it. And also, well, I've got you here. If you love this podcast, if you have listened and if you have got something from it that you find useful or funny or entertaining in some other way, <laughs> will you please leave a review and rate the podcast? That would really help me find more people who need this information, who are just like us, who are moms with houses, with children, who are living the good life and wanting to make more from their home experience. Just put the, put down whatever stars, five stars. If you, if you, if you, if you really love it, put down some five stars, um, subscribe to the podcast and, and write a review. That would really help uh, get the word out there. That'd be great. Thank you so much. Today we are talking about something so exciting. I think I say this every single week. It's true though. Listen, I have been waiting for this moment for probably two years. Ever since I started this company, Intentional House, I have had in the back of my mind this story and I will share it with you today. I think I've shared it before on other podcasts about messes back in the beginning, but I want to share it again today with a challenge because we all, we all need to be stretched a little bit, right? And so this week, we have a big challenge for you. Stems from this experience. So once upon a time, I was a little girl. Surprising, I know. And when I came home from school, my dad was sitting on the kitchen floor in his swimming suit with my little brother in his swimming suit as well. Littlest brother taking a nap. He missed out on the whole thing. It's too bad. Sitting there in their swimming suits, all the furniture pushed against the fireplace. It was like bonfire day. It was like French Revolution barricade style, like lame is every lame is set you've ever seen of the barricade. That's what my house looked like when I walked home from school. I was in elementary school. I had my other brother with me and my dad says, Hey guys, welcome home. And we're like, that's weird. You don't normally sit in the living room with your swimming suit on weird. And he says, go get on your own swimming suit. So of course we did, because when your dad says that kind of stuff to you, you do it. So we go and get our swimming suits on and come back and we're like, dad, what's this about? He hands me a can opener and he pulls out from behind his back, a giant number 10 can. These are huge, like a big old can. And he's like, just go ahead and open it. 
Like, this is weird. What is going on in my life right now? My little brother's kind of bouncing up and down in his little diaper. My, my next older brother is just as puzzled as me. So we open up this can and inside is chocolate pudding. So much chocolate pudding. I didn't even know they made chocolate pudding in that quantity. It was mind blowing. And my dad looks at me and he's like, go ahead, dump it out. Now I have a very fun dad, but he is also more of the structured type and spontaneously dumping gallons of of chocolate pudding on the floor is not part of the normal everyday experience with my dad. He is an engineer and super brilliant and solving the world's biggest problems and making big messes just for the fun of it is usually not an efficient use of our time, according to him. So we had not done this before. It was very surprising. So when dad says dump out chocolate pudding on the floor, you do it. (laughs) So I do. And then we started eating it. We just grabbed it with our hands and started eating it because what else are you going to do with a huge pile of chocolate pudding on the floor? I started drawing pictures. Also, what else would you do with a giant pile of chocolate pudding? You just draw with it. Right. But then my brother backs up against the hall, the down the hall against the door to the garage where we came in from school. And he's like, clear the way. And he just like belly slides right through the chocolate pudding. And then it was on. And for the next while, we just played in chocolate pudding, made a gigantic mess and had the time of our lives. Now, looking back on this as a mother, I'm like, dad, you're crazy. But I also grew up hearing him tell this story. And the when he would tell this story, it was less about uh, how like much fun we had or like what a fun surprise it was. He would tell the story from the perspective of, I, it was so hard for me to do this and I grew so much and I learned so many cool and important things that changed my life forever. He talks about the way he noticed us kids behaving where after, after we had our chocolate pudding swimming, he, he, he remembers. And actually I remember this too. I had a bunch of homework. My friend called to come play and I just told my friend, I can't play right now. I need to finish up some things here at home. And my dad was like, what do you have to do? And I said, Oh, I just have some homework. I'd like to finish that up before dinner. And he was surprised because that didn't take any prodding. It didn't take any, well, what things do you need to do? Have you finished all your chores? Nothing. It just was a spontaneous burst of responsibility. (laughs) Who knew I had it in me? He talks about, when he talks about the chocolate pudding experiment, he talks about how he was dared to do it and he did it hesitatingly. He wasn't sure what would happen. He wasn't sure how it would work out. And he did this knowing that it would push him. And he be, he, he stepped into this role of embracing the mess. And my dad is good at this now. It's something that he has practiced over and over again throughout the years where what used to make him mad didn't anymore and doesn't anymore. My kids can be loud and obnoxious and we all get, you know, triggered sometimes, but he has a lot of bandwidth for them that he has grown into. And he would say that the chocolate pudding challenge was the trajectory changer for him and his mindset. So of course, as a mom, I thought, Hey, I'm going to try this too. And we did it at my dad's house, (laughs) but we 
I just got little snack packs of pudding because we were, we were staying downstairs in their house for a while. We were living there and I didn't want to put gallons of chocolate pudding. There was carpet around. I wanted to not destroy his property necessarily. Right. So I lined the carpet with towels and I cleaned the floor really well. And I gave each of my kids a little snack pack of chocolate pudding. And I told them what we were going to do. And I started, I opened mine and I plopped it on the ground. My two oldest kids loved it. And my littlest one just started crying. It was a lot for his nervous system. And I can imagine if you're listening to this and this is the first time you're hearing the chocolate pudding story, you're thinking it's a lot for anybody's nervous system, right? It's a lot to wrap your mind around intentionally making a mess because it seems like we spend our whole lives avoiding messes and cleaning them up kind of resentfully. And so why would we ever do that to ourselves? But here's what I learned. And it very closely mimics and mirrors what my dad learned. And it is this, when we're present with our kids, messes don't matter. And even to the far extreme, like messes facilitate better presence because instead of doing an activity and in the back of your mind thinking, Oh man, I'm going to have to clean up after this. I'm going to have to, this is going to take so long. I'm going to have to pick up all this confetti. I'm going to have to take that streamer off the wall. I'm going to have to clean up all the cups and plates and napkins. I'm going to have to do the dishes. This is going to create a lot of work for me. I'm happy to do it, but it just, just seems like a lot of work. We're like already 10 steps ahead. Whereas when we're making a mess of this kind of magnitude, you just almost can't think about cleaning it up when you're in the moment because it's going to take a lot of cleanup. You're invited to be so present. You're invited to just have fun in the moment because you're not going to do this again for a long time. Maybe never. When do you ever let your kids slide in chocolate pudding on the floor? Probably you've never done that, right? So you live it up. And also... With something that made a big difference to me was taking the necessary precautions beforehand so that I could be in the moment. I could make a big mess. I lined the carpet with a bunch of towels so that when little feet kind of strayed away from the kitchen area, they weren't hurting anything. I took all the valuable things I didn't want any chocolate pudding on and I put them away in the cupboard. I like child proofed my house. I chocolate pudding proofed my house so that we could all just make a mess and I didn't have to worry. And that's what happened. It was so great. Even still, I found myself leaning toward control habits. Like, don't smear that on your brother. Listen, this is how we play in chocolate pudding. Be careful. Don't slide too fast. I was trying to micromanage (laughs) the chocolate pudding mess. Luckily, I noticed it. Luckily, I could step out of it and be like, okay, we're just doing chocolate pudding. I'm letting go. The purpose of this exercise is to let go. And it was phenomenal. It was fun to see my little one feel safer and safer, but also to never fully get into it. And it was fun to be able to be present in that moment with him and understand that his sensory stimulation threshold had been met. And so I could plunk him in a bath and let the other kids keep playing while they were enjoying it. And then my little one had a good time in the tub, something that he felt familiar with and he enjoyed. And the other ones could be playing chocolate pudding too. We just rolled with it. So as you can probably guess, 
The challenge that I have for you this week is the, the one and only chocolate pudding challenge. This weekend, scrub your floors, grab some snack packs, or if you're ambitious, mix up a batch of instant pudding or make it from scratch, whatever, you know, whatever you want to do and dump it on your floor. Get in your swimming suit. Have your kids get in their swimming suits and be present and make a huge mess. What would happen if every single mom in the world (laughs) was willing to dump chocolate pudding on her kitchen floor? Was willing to be in the mess with her kids? Was willing to put aside her hair and her makeup and her plans and her order and her control and her, her house and the cleanliness? What if that was, what if that was all put aside for 10 minutes to make a big mess? I think the world would be a better place. So here are the details. Here's what I want you to know. Chocolate pudding is really slippery. It really is. So be careful. Move slow. Hold hands. (laughs) Chocolate pudding requires a lot of patience. So again, take it slow. Don't push it. If you have one that, that loses their cool, his cool. If it's you that loses your cool, like that's okay. You don't have to do this perfectly. There's no right way to do the chocolate pudding challenge. Success is presence for as long as you can. Have fun with your kids. Make a memory. That's the goal. And then take a picture. Take a picture with you in it. You and your kids covered in chocolate pudding. And if your nervous system is going crazy, if your heart is beating, if your brain is freaking out about things being ruined, about this being out of control. When your nervous system has calmed down and you can look back at this picture, you're going to be so glad that you did it. Now, that being said, if you want to make some adjustments so that this is manageable to you, if you are like, there's no way on the green earth that I'm going to do this, that's okay. You could do it on your kitchen table. You could do it on a tarp outside. You could do it with vanilla pudding. You could even do it with water. The goal here is to be present and to make a mess. And if you go fully in, if you are all in in the chocolate pudding challenge, this is chocolate pudding on the kitchen floor. I want you to take a picture, tag me on Instagram, chocolate pudding challenge. uh, And then, yeah, tag me, intentional house. And let's see what we can do. Let's see what kind of messes we can create. Let's see how far we can stretch ourselves. Let's see what growth is ready for us. I guarantee to you that you're going to learn things about your kids that you did not know. You're going to learn things about yourself that you did not know. And it's so eye-opening, so growth-inducing to do something terrifying like this. It's okay if you're scared. It's okay if you're not sure. Do it anyway. Do it scared. Do it feeling protective and afraid. Just do it. Do it for the kids, for Narnia. My kids keep saying that now. For Narnia. I think it's so funny. Uh, So do it for Narnia. Aslan for the win. (laughs) All right, you guys, if you are wanting a little bit more support, if this sounds fun to you and you're like, yes, I'll do it, but I'm not doing this alone. I need, where are my homies at? You know where your homies at. We're in the home love lab. And all of us are doing that this week too. 
We're posting about it on Facebook. We're posting pictures. It's all going down live and you can follow along on Instagram for sure. But if you want some personalized support, if you want to get coached on this, join the home love lab today because this weekend is going to be epic. Okay, guys have a wonderful day. I will talk to you next week and really go make a big, huge chocolatey mess. Love your guts. Bye.